Brittany, you got to send me the... Um, Hold on. And then I'm going to go ahead and get Dion on here too. There we are. You look beautiful. Thank you. You look beautiful. I love Hi. your hair. Hi. Say Dan. Thank you. I should have redone it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Hello. Hello. Hi, Dion. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for joining us. So I'll just start then. Thank you, everybody who's joining in to Sister Soul sessions this is episode 21 and uh, we are joined tonight by a very special guest um owner and operator of ties by dion mr dion campbell so mr dion if you'd like to just introduce yourself and let us know about your business okay uh well first off thanks thank you ladies for having me on your program i really do appreciate it and thank you so much for having a platform where we can be able to speak about different issues uh well, I'll just get to it. My name is Dion Campbell, and I am the owner and proprietor of Ties by Dion uh, LLC. I founded it in uh, Gary, Indiana, at 2008. So I've been in business for a very long time. That's, <laughs> well, amazing. that's a long time to be in business, but I during the that, big though. recession, right? Yeah. You... <laughs> yeah, my business was birthed during a recession. Yeah. So what makes you, you know, motivated to, you know, start something like that, you know, during such a hard time and everything like that? What motivated you? Well, to be honest with you, my track going forward, let me take off my glasses because I see it's a little glare. Um, my track moving forward in neckwear actually started because I was going to a job interview. And uh, also, too, I, I served as a little tailor for... Um, for international fashion show. So I made a necktie because I needed to uh, to go to this job. And people were like, hey, where'd you buy that from? Wow. And I was like, I made it. So people were like, hey, I want to buy that tie from you. And I'm like, are you serious? So from there, people were just like, I'll buy this necktie from you. And from there, that spark just kind of clicked and said, you know what, you should go ahead and pursue this. Um, and I just started off with a smaller price point because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but uh, I just stayed with it. And little did you know, I had the, the support of the community. Um, the mothers were actually commissioning me to make neckwear for their sons and and also two staff members. So it just it worked from there. And I just went from one step to the next. I didn't go out there and purchase a huge machine because I didn't know what I was doing. I right. knew what I was doing, but right. I just, I took a slow process in doing it. That's amazing. So what a blessing that that, yeah, that business kind of happened for you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just knew how to sew already? and like, Yeah. That my mom, you know, the funny thing about me sewing, uh, my mom taught me how to sew when I was eight years oh, old. Wow. Uh, I was a hyperactive child. Now, I, <laughs> and you know, I had ADD before it was diagnosed. Right. <laughs> and you know, I'm a kid of the 80s. So my mom was like, you know what, I'm going to fix you. And right. she said it was an old pair of linen curtains and they were white. And each day after school, we cut up those curtains and we made a dress for two weeks. 
So she started to condition me to do hand sewing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was always an active child. I ran, I rode my bike, but I still had a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. that sewing machine and that needle and that thread, that actually calmed down. I don't know what the receptor is, but it just calmed down that other side of my brain. Right, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. From there, but from there at eight years old, I learned how to sew. I didn't pick up the sewing machine until I hit 28 28 years old professionally. Oh, wow. Okay. That is amazing. And what a blessing mom knew, you know, how to actually get you to calm down. There was no medication needed. There was no, you know, and and what a skill, you know what I mean, that to teach your son and to grow that. And then not to do it for that long. And here goes this business. Here comes mom's blessing again. Yep. So that is beautiful. Yes. I yes. absolutely love that. So yes. did you get the job? Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I did. Actually, I did. I was a, uh, I was a media specialist for uh, Thea Bowman Leadership Academy. Okay. So I, I pretty much was a school librarian. That's amazing. Okay. Right. Oh, so you... Yep. So you, you could come to school and have it put, you just put it on every day. Every day, day. Okay. every day was a new, because that was our dress code. You know, every day yeah. we had to wear a shirt and tie. So oh. I said, okay, I'm going, I'm going to eat this up. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to go ahead and keep dressing. So that's how my business grew. That is awesome. So did you love to like dress up and everything as a kid too? Were you always that person? That hit me when I, uh, I want to say my third year of, of college, okay. dressing up, my, my junior year of college. But my mom could see it my senior year, senior year of high school because she was like, you know how to coordinate stuff. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I would just kind of take a step back and say, this, this fits, this doesn't. So it was always there because I think that she imparted it in, it, imparted it in me. And um, that's how it kind of grew from there. He was born. (laughs) Classic man. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love the story. I'm so glad. So being from Indiana, was you know your business receptive there? Was is that a good market for you know because it's such a niche you know fashion Mm -hmm. you know industry? Yeah, surprisingly enough. it was. And now that I, you know, that's a really good question because I think about it in retrospect, retrospect, uh, you know, I was wearing bow ties when it was sort of, what's the word I'm trying to use? It, I was wearing bow ties when it was not on trend. Right. And, you know, with, with the bow ties as well as the neckties. So I was taking different colors and incorporating them. So I think that uh, and I don't like to say that I was a trendsetter because that's like a heavy word to put, but I will say that it was me and a, a few other gentlemen there within the region that could just really zero in on it. So, yeah, it they were very receptive. They were very, very receptive. The, the moms were very receptive for their kids, okay. and it took a little bit for the fellas to jump on. Okay. But, well, once uh, they saw that. That the women were eating it up. Yes. I'm right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was a little easier then. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's amazing because I think that comes from, you know, them showing their son something else to model after. You know, mm-hmm. we're always shown, you know, things on TV that maybe not are not in the light, you know, of like a grown man is, you know, what yeah. we see, you know, being in our thirties and things like that now myself. Mm-hmm. Um 
so you know i could see why moms would come to you and you know hey this is the model like look at this man and he's doing everything you know he's doing everything that you would want in, in life and look at how he's dressed he doesn't have to be you know this type of guy to look like this so i commend you that's a, that's amazing i'm i'm always just blessed for the opportunity to be able to do that um so i mean you know it, even when people say that yeah you're the classmate it's it's kind of like <laughs> with me i'm a little bit of a introvert extrovert so it's like, oh, so like you could see me but i don't know but when that camera hits it's like okay it's time <laughs> it's time it, it hits me then but um but yeah i'm just very blessed to be able to provide neckwear and possibly be able to just kind of help people in the process of it because somebody took the time with me my my father took the time out to really zero in on having skills of. He used to always tell me, he said that, Dion, whatever you do, you must do it with tact. Yeah. Um, and also too, ruling with integrity as well, being a gentleman, those keynote things, those are things that I that I took away from my father. And, you know, just when, if I can impart that to the kids, then that, that would just help out a lot. That's amazing. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. So them being such a big influence, do you feel like you're honoring that legacy of what your parents have taught you and instilled in your business now? I hope so. I hope so. My mom, she gives me a hard time at, at times, but I know that she's it's coming from a great place. Mm -hmm. And I love it because even as I've gotten older, I'm 42 years old. Um, she'll still kind of give me a critique like, yeah, let's kind of sharpen up the edges here. Right. Or let's do this and let's do that okay. so uh I, I i know that it's working my father he passed away when i was uh 17 years old but i got everything from him that i needed i was a sponge for for him yeah. so i mean i'm just grateful that i have those great memories and i try and hold on to them as much yeah. as i can that's beautiful i love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you, you get to be a part of such special and beautiful moments. I see that you do a lot of weddings and things like that. How does that feel for you being a part of like someone's, you know, big day, their legacy? Right. right. You know what? Now, <laughs> that, is, that is something that I would have never thought I would be doing in a million years. Me exactly. making that wear for, for, for weddings, um, it's just it's such a beautiful process because they're going to look at that maybe 5 10 15 20 years yeah, down right. the line right they're going to have that neckwear to look at and even wear when they go to their balls or events uh that, that they are commissioned to go to so it feels good and it's always going to be on photo yeah so i have absolutely to right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. right the free promo that comes with that every time it's the yeah. best picture they're gonna it have is. Right? <laughs> absolutely so, yeah no that has to that has to feel good but how do you come up with these designs i mean what's your i'm seeing the feathers yeah like it, it's beautiful it really is I Thank want you one. so much. <laughs> right. I'm Honestly, like, yeah, I want like, one, or at least a brooch situation. Right. Well, you know what? My nice. came to me and she was like, hey, you need to go ahead and branch off and do uh, a lady scarf line. Oh, and that's something that I'm thinking about doing. So, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I love fall fashion and I love winter. I just love the, the layering look of it. Yes. Um, but yeah, as far as the motivation, when it comes down to it, 
I always ask the couple, what are your, what are your uh, colors that you're using? Mm-hmm. And I think a popular color that I've been running across, it's been making the rounds again, uh, the color mauve. Uh, well, pink, yeah, like pink. It, yeah. it's like, it's like a dusty one. Yeah, like a yeah. dusty color. And, and it's crazy that you mentioned that because I'm working on one right now that's almost oh, like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, but this was the conversion that she wanted. Uh, but yeah, just a lot of men, they're very apprehensive about approaching color mm. because they're like, I don't want to wear that. You have a lot of men that are still stuck in, in their old ways. or And I'm like, hey, we can go ahead and we can make it a make it feel a little bit more masculine and right. my biggest thing was just making sure that i put color on nails yeah. that was my big that was one of my motivations mm-hmm. but i don't know as far as the feathers i honestly can tell you i i and you know i'm a firm i'm a firm believer in christ that you know, the Holy Spirit just downloads it in me, mm-hmm. and I see it. I saw the uh, the Kobe Bryant tie in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this is what I got to do to honor him. Yeah, and I, I did it uh, two years prior, but I was like, let me go ahead and retweak it and redo it. And uh, this is a Kobe, by, Kobe Bryant-inspired tie yeah. that I made in, in mm-hmm. honor of his legacy. And um, it just comes to me. It just comes to me. And I want to make sure that I honor every vision that I get when it comes to neckwear. Mm-hmm. That's how you know um, you're in tune. You know, you're really right. taking your downloads. You're in alignment. You, mm-hmm, and you know to use it. And that's not something to sit on or, you know, uh, to not use. So that is amazing that you really, like, that's how you know you're in your season and in alignment with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And God is ordering those steps because, yeah, that's what's coming right. to you. you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I have my lazy moments, too. That's something that I have been battling with mm-hmm. the uh, the spirit of procrastination. But it's it's crazy because I always do my best work at the last I'm, minute. I'm a good rushing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when my heart's pounding, I'm really good, too. <laughs> but, but you know, it's one of those things when you when you almost feel like a, a, your elders say, Nate, you know, you should have got through mm-hmm. this two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why are you why are you waiting to the last minute? And that's something that I'm really trying to break. And um, even me being in the business for about 15 years, just making sure that I'm maintaining professionalism. Um, it can be to a point where delivering customer service is key, but just want to make sure that I maintain that. Um, that's been that's been a, it, it hasn't been a challenge, but I have to make sure that I am taking my breaks first mm-hmm. right. so that I can be able to be fresh for all of my clients as well. Right. That's where Absolutely. your creativity will actually come from. You know, you have it's to be that rested. rest period. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Rest, you hit it rest, rest is rest required. Period. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And with your procrastination, do you feel like that comes with a lot of times because you're a perfectionist? I know with me, I feel like. <laughs> A lot of times I'll wait till the last minute. I mean, I'll, I'll wait till the last minute because I know if I, if I did it early, I'm going to go and change it so many times yes. in between that I'd rather just get my best work at the end. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can definitely, I can attest to that. And I will say now too, it, it has just gotten to the point now that was when I knew that I needed to take a break. It was just being flat out lazy for me. I was like, oh, I don't feel like going. <laughs> but you're, right though because you can literally when you think about the process of it it's like 
okay, I got to do it this way. I have to make sure that I'm meeting that same metric as before or even beating yeah. it. And it's like, no, everything that you, what, what put my mind at rest was just to know that everything that you need and want has already been placed inside of you. Exactly. Absolutely. And it's, um, it's almost like in its appointed time, it will be revealed. And I was going back and I think at one point, uh, about three years ago, I suffered with imposter syndrome really bad because as I was, I was around so many professionals and I was like, man, I'm not classically trained. You know, I'm just taking what came from my mom and from her grandmother. Mm -hmm. But you know, what freed me from that was the fact that I said, no, everything that they showed me was raw. Yes. It was organic. Yes. yes. It didn't come from a machine. It didn't come from a machine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. it, when they say getting it in the mud, I mean, I can make a pattern out of some old paper bags because that's how we were raised. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, when they say don't despise small beginnings, mm -hmm. I had to really just go back and that that right there just canceled out that whole mindset of imposter mm -hmm. syndrome. No, it's amazing. You're able to overcome right. that because that is big especially when you're creative mm -hmm. because all you do is watch what others are doing right you want to stay on trend you need to know these things so how do you not absorb that right. you know yeah. what i mean so but how do you do that with social media now because right. that is a whole other everybody thing, loves to know? dress up and it is fall so everybody trying to dress to the nine so how do you keep up or how do you get ahead of that you know what uh with that making sure that i pace myself because the fall season and i will say by me being uh, one of the brand ambassadors for bruno capella the hip that the hat line it actually puts in perspective to the outfits that i need to curtail and bring oh, nice. to the uh, to the forefront so by me being the brand ambassador or just the model mm -hmm. it's actually taking a, a huge load of stress off because they'll say, hey, we need you to model like three different hats or four different hats. And once they just give me that catalyst, I'm like, okay, they've given me a brown hat, they've given me a red right. hat. It's like, okay, now it just all comes together and it makes it much more easier. Mm -hmm. But prior to me becoming the model, uh, it was a challenge because you've got so many different cycles and everybody's just racing for the next thing. And you can really burn yourself out very quickly mm -hmm. if you just stay so, so close to social media. So making sure that I take my time to detox from it. Right. And just, just uh, making sure that, you know, I follow a few people and I'm like, I like what they did. And you kind of take notes visually. But mm -hmm. from there, I'll just take the notes and just keep moving on throughout life because right. If you don't, you can get sucked into that whole thing of just what we talked about, uh, the procrastination, because you feel as if there's a lack of, and it's like, mm -hmm. ah, I'm not going to be able to meet it. Right. But yeah. Especially when you see people who are pumping out content so regularly. Constantly, right. And it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> am I doing enough? To... <laughs> but, but you have to realize, okay, but they're their situation or their setup mm. is going to be different. They are using machines. The hand craftsmanship yeah. is not there, you know? So yeah, you staying true to yourself, like you were saying, is going to be how you beat that imposter syndrome because you know that people are coming to see your work, purchase your work. So right. yeah. yeah, that's yeah. But, whew, yeah, so 
social media has has changed <laughs> the game. <laughs> it has. And, and I mean, people are automating their, and I've I've done that at one point too, where you can automate your posts. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, when you get to a certain level, and you guys know this too, when once you develop your base or when, once you develop your keynote friends, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you can honor them as well. So if it means that you have to post three times a week, which is my thing now, mm -hmm. some people post every day. I have friends that post every day, and I'm like, look, I don't have it. It's like time. 20 times a day. That, yeah. I, that's, yes. That's a lot. And I'm like, do you want to watch me just go to work? Because you know, <laughs> I have a regular job too. I'm like, yeah. okay, we're not gonna watch each other at work. Somebody has right. to work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. And that I think that's what's so challenging of like I said, being a creative that is true to the creative process mm -hmm. and not just wanting to make things just to have yeah. them pushed out. So I'm glad that you have that um collaboration though because they're able to take off the load of what is on trend yeah <laughs> and yeah. okay yeah so hey i don't even have to look up what's you know nope. trending right now for colorways or anything so that's amazing but uh, how yeah. is that working relationship with uh, being a brand ambassador it is excellent and you know i will say that was something that i'm a big believer in making sure that you can speak a thing in existence mm -hmm. i went in into the uh into one of our local uh, clothing stores and i wore that hat it's a red bottom hat that they have it's their signature bruno camel hat and i said i will be a model for this company and i just kept I'm, i started creating words of declaration over myself yeah. and speaking po positively over it and the thing of it was, was that i said every time i get the opportunity i will model this brand i will showcase it and I made sure that I put the hashtag Bruno Capello. And, you know, uh, one of my good friends, he's probably watching now, uh, Chris, he just he reached out to me and said, hey, we've been noticing this. And I was like, oh my God. Hey. So <laughs> you, when, you, when they talk about you could, I'm a, uh, my pastor told me this, he said, information, application, then manifestation. Mm -hmm. You've gotten the information that you need, mm -hmm. then you need to apply it. So the application was me, okay, let me put this hat on. Let me go ahead and do my due diligence and taking the photo and saying, right. hey, I'm using the product. Mm -hmm. And then you wait for the manifestation. Mm -hmm. And it actually, yeah, so it's a three-step process. Mm -hmm. uh, Pastor Tony Petway Pet told me that it's information, <laughs> application, and manifestation. And, oh, uh, you guys nice. heard that, write that right. down. <laughs> Please take notes. Please take notes because it's a real it really thing. is about, you know, because faith without works is dead. Yeah, yes. And to, to believe that and just hope for that is not going to be enough, right? You already, you know, set yourself up and like, no, I am already. That's why I put it on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is beautiful. And hey, the hat is working because yes. <laughs> as, soon as, we, as soon as we put your, um, your promo up, the hat was working. Really? So, okay. Yes. <laughs> the hat was working. So yes, I'm glad that you have that wonderful relationship and it's something that, you know, you will continue to grow, I'm sure. And when you have these lady scarves, I could put it under my brim because I'm oh, yeah. I live in Kansas City, that's all they wear. <laughs> so <laughs> So I would love to do the combo, so you know. I yeah. speak things too. I speak them too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited to see everything kind of fold through and fall through with yeah. it. Oh, 
It sounds beautiful. <laughs> and I'm so excited to see that for you. And with your colorways and everything, how have your travels, I, I see that you travel a lot. How mm -hmm. does that influence your brand and, and how you design as well? Oh, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, now, uh, this was the first trip that I took after five years or six years of just kind of being, you know, do, during the pandemic. Right. I was... <laughs> I was one of the ones that, that got scared inside the house. <laughs> so, <laughs> meaning that I'm just going to stay in the house and I'm fine. And uh, my college buddies was like, hey, you got to get out. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, me going to, I went to Dubai last month. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just me seeing the colors there, of course, you know, it's a desert land. You're, you're in the desert. Yes. And, you know, just seeing that also too, like the, the dusty haze of things, it does influence you a little bit because mm -hmm. you want to make sure that things are more pliable and breathable. Right. Um, I stay in the South. I'm in Alabama now. Okay. And clothing and the weight of clothing has such a spectacular, it, it has such a significance on what we wear. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to suits, I have to keep in mind that men don't want to wear long long necktie all day. So I have to keep in mind about the fabric choices. I want to make right. sure that I'm using more cottons as opposed to the hot uh, silks and the, and the satin fabrics. Right. And also, too, that's when I really can zero in on bow ties. But for the fall season right now, just me traveling up to Indiana and Chicago, because I'm near Chicago, the colors mm -hmm. are more dark. They're more conservative. But I like I love color. I love color, so I just want to make sure that I can have the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. um, when I make neck, when I make scarves, rather, I want to make sure that uh, it's always like a, a tale of two worlds. So one side is more uh, geometrical, ge geometrical with the patterns, and the opposite side is more solid and more conservative. Mm -hmm. okay. So two-sided, like yes, two-sided. So I wanted to make sure that I focused on duality in fashion. Okay. <laughs> Is, um you have those times when you want to, it's almost like the haircut, the mullet, when they say business in the party. Party in the back. I like that. You remember, you remember when sisters had that mullet too? Yeah, hey. Oh, they're coming back. They're coming back. Right. And then, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> duality with it with their fashion too because you want to have that playful side come out as well as the more conservative side right mm -hmm. that's yeah. beautiful and i think that's why it's gone so far um but even with the um patterns that you choose i feel like they are, still go very well with your everyday wear as well yes. like it's something you know what i mean it's something that every man can wear and that, that's what mm -hmm. i really liked about you know seeing all of your designs and things like that but I know Thank that um, speaking of the designs, though, and your fabrics, what are some fabrics that are the, like are a no no? Because <laughs> right. as we're out here getting so well, because we're, we're getting so much fast fashion, and I yes. feel like we're not looking at those things. Yes. Um, so with someone, you know, with you like really paying attention to that, yeah, like what should we stay away from? How do you choose? Uh, well, you know. If any, if you've watched many of my videos, I always kind of do a feel. Mm -hmm. I'm always feeling stuff. So anything that would have a texture of, 
and were anything uh, sort of like rayon i try and stay away from mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. but also so too, I understand that it's going to be a blended fabric because we are in the fast, fast fashion era. So everything that we find and run across is going to be, for lack of a better word, cheap. Yeah. And, you know, I'll make certain items, but I will notice, I've noticed that with a lot of the rayons, they just don't hold up very well. Certain polyesters don't hold up. Right. So it's just uh, those two fabrics I try and steer clear of, but... It, when now when they're blended, I can kind of work with yeah. it, but mm -hmm. yeah, I just try and stay away from the the super cheap frayed type of right. fabrics. Yeah. They have the most shine, right? They do. <laughs> they do, and they look They look beautiful too. So mm -hmm. I've been able to kind of figure out a cheat code mm -hmm. and incorporating just little bits and pieces of it, mm -hmm. but. Uh, I still want to make sure that the integrity of the work is there right. when it comes to my fabric choices. Going to be the, after that first, you know, wash or you rub yeah. it, it's going to fall apart. Yeah, it got too hot. Well, he's like, that little fringe on yeah. it. <laughs> like, we can tuck that in, though. Yeah. We're not doing it. No, you're not sucking nothing. We're not going to tuck it in. We got yeah, it. You know, my first tie was like that. And it really? was like, you know, tie, and it was all bunched up and i said they won't oh. they didn't see it though mm -hmm. that you know that was the first time ever and i told my mom about it she was like look she said you'll get better with time mm -hmm. and there's some photos that i keep on facebook <laughs> and i'm almost ashamed though because i said mm -hmm. i cannot believe i can make this but as you get better you should see the progression in your work right. yes and, and 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 I love the fact that that God has graced me with progressions, and I and I get to see it in real time as well. So when did you feel like you had it though? Like when was it like okay, here's my logo? That aha moment. Oh, oh, that my aha moment mm -hmm. hit me in. Oh boy, <laughs> there was a wedding that I did for a client named. Uh, it was for Laurent, for, for Laurent Wiley, okay. and it was in New Orleans. And this incorporated me doing construction too, because I do glass etching um, to oh. make the custom boxes. So those boxes that you oh have saw in those videos, no right. I make those boxes. Oh my goodness, well, okay. And <laughs> so right. I had That's a vision of that box and I was like, okay, this is what needs to be done. And once the photographer was there, he opened it up. He said, Dion, I have never saw anything like this before where you could just open it up and you'll see the champagne, you'll see it all. And I was like, I said, God just gave it to me. Yeah, but at that moment, I knew that I was yes. wanting something. Um, what hit me hardest was the fact that when um, now I got a call from a store called Moss and Hoffman mm -hmm. in uh, Florida. And they said, we would like for you to make a bow tie for the ambassador of Ireland. Mm -hmm. That was my moment. And that happened in 2017. Wow. Wow. That hit me the hardest. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I, they were like, well, how soon can you get it to us? I said, well, I can, I can make it now and I can just overnight it to you. Wow. So I'm calling my mom. I said, how much am I going to charge? And she said, well, this is the time you charge the money. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we, yeah, I, 
I sold my first tie to them for a great price. And um, not my first tie, but my first uh, ship out order to a store for a great price. And that was a big moment. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. It is. So, so yeah, how do you battle with that? I know the pricing thing is always something when you're yes. an entrepreneur and you, and you feel like you're starting out or you feel like maybe I'm not there. Mm -hmm. How did you get, yeah, so how did you come up with the price? Yeah. What did you <laughs> well, you, you know, the thing of it is, was that uh, I really relied heavily on some of the tools that I learned from my business courses in college. Okay. And I looked at my competitors and I wanted to make sure that I was right there in the middle of a of a dealer's tie. I was right in the middle of maybe a Nordstrom tie. So okay. Nordstrom, you know, they carry the the, the yeah. more upper echelon brands and dealers is more so like the everyday man approach. And I said, let me get right there in the center and have my sweet spot at $45. Okay. And this was back in 2014, 2015. Okay. Nice. So it was a nice comparable spot and i was always making sure that i sold my model which is creating an experience um okay. that is the model for the company we want to make sure that we create an experience for you you can buy a tie from burlington or from right. jc right. and you know those are great brands but but i wanted to make sure that you got a little bit of extra flavor to it it was custom made from me so that was what kind of separated me from the pack yeah. And mm -hmm. making sure that you know your demographic, you know, you have right. a lot of people. Um, and I think that we really need to have a course for our young up and coming entrepreneurs that to really teach them and tell them, hey, you can't go out the gate charging $100 for a product that has right. That's, right. That's, just, that's what's happening. Here. Right. It's not time. <laughs> Deposits and, and things like yeah. that. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, people see they see entrepreneurs they see guys like you they see they see me and they're like yeah i can do this and it's like no it's so much that goes with it right. it takes time to cultivate your business and it takes time to charge those prices so uh just making sure that i set my prices that the community could could afford right mm -hmm. so you know my lowest price bow tie is like uh and this is for kids, it's like $20. It's a $20 bow for, for a child. Mm -hmm. And it's something, that, something that's at a great price point. And also too, making sure that I do my um, group discounts for wedding orders as well. Mm -hmm. And you wanna make sure that you can work with your clients as well. You may have some customers that, that are like, hey, I don't have a lot of money, but can we do alternatives? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, you may not be able to afford this package, but we can do this That's instead nice. just to make sure that they are included. I wanted to make sure that every that my business was a very inclusive business where everybody could feel like they were a part of luxury yeah. because I experienced luxury. Absolutely. No, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yes, yeah. making sure that they are able to experience right. luxury. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like everybody missed that mark. They don't really include everybody. They kind of um, they want to hit the highest clients and say, okay, well, they get that experience because that's what they're paying mm -hmm. for, and that's mm -hmm. where they're wrong. Everyone should get that experience. They should. They should because it makes you want to work harder for something. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You, you know, it's the thing of it is, is that 
I didn't know that I wanted a convertible. And this is just an example. I didn't know that I wanted a convertible until I saw my neighbor driving one right. as a little boy. Mm -hmm. And you, you, the thing of it is, is that I see it in the eyes of my nephews and the eyes of, um, you know, his friends. They're like, man, I want to be somebody when I get older. I want to be able to have my own house. I want to be able to per possibly purchase. Uh, sometimes they want to purchase a Louis duffel bag. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that comes through seeing those things. Yeah, right. And, you know, I feel that everybody should experience the luxury of having a great necktie. Mm -hmm. I think that every male should have a suit. Um, that's, You're right. That's me. Now. I'm old school <laughs> on that. So you can hit me over there. You can do it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, look, I won't, I, I'm a firm believer. Like, hey, I want you all to come polished. Mm -hmm. And give yourself that treat because once once a man puts on a suit, mm -hmm. it changes his trajectory. Yep, you're right. It, and I feel it, like it, your it, bow ties kind of elevate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, honestly, you want to add the polishing touches or the finished touches to a suit. You can't just wear a suit and say, you know what, this is it. No, I feel like um, menswear as far as neckties and bow ties and hats, those are the finishing touches to a suit. Wow. And that Thank you provide. Thank you. I really yeah. do appreciate that. That tie comes into the room first, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we were so before we do all these, of course, guys, we go through everyone's videos knowing what's supposed to promote them. And we were just watching the wedding videos and it was like mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times, you know, you're watching the bride, you know, that moment where they're both coming into the room at the reception. But like, we were like, man, look at that. Right. Like, it, it came into the room as well. It was, it, it really looked like it was also the man's wedding, like, which yeah. I feel like gets lost because a lot of times they're just in the penguin suit yeah. and there's no, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, so I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> so then they could be a peacock instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that. As You're males right. should be. Yes. So, yes, You're that's so how right I came into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how I express things, you guys. Because <laughs> they always have a like, Because it did. I, that's like one of them I was looking at, um, it was the latest one that you posted. And I was like, dang, I didn't even notice her dress. And that's usually where my mind, you know, my eye goes to. Yeah, and that's where I was like, man, and that feather, like, oh, I could, I could use that. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, we want a necktie. Like, yeah, I, I would, oh, yeah. I would wear it. Yeah, with Carson, and <laughs> hey, you know, with him, he's at, he's actually a, uh, he's a, a brand up. He's the model for Bruno as well. Oh, and if I, t he is, he's a, he's a dresser. <laughs> now, <laughs> we, we were working together uh, since January of this year. His wedding was in September. Mm -hmm. So he called me, him and his twin, I think his twin sister, yeah, they're twins. And they were like, hey, how are we gonna set this up? And I was like, look, this is what we're gonna do. And he said, yeah, I want this feather. I said, okay, let's do the feather. <laughs> and when that I- That was perfect choice. I was like, okay. But you know, he just brought it to life. Yeah. Um, but that was another thing. I'm glad that you, that you, that you touched on that too, because oftentimes our groom, they felt they felt a little bit neglected, and they were like, mm -hmm. "Hey, you know, I'm just putting on this this boring tie." And I was like, "You want to give her the treat of looking at something elegant as well." Mm -hmm. So um, that was that's pretty much another reason why I birthed my business because I wanted to make sure that we were taken care of as the fellas, and to have that creative niche in there as well. Yeah.
you've definitely executed right. that goal. Right. Because honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saying to my brothers, like, okay, you guys, when we take our family photos, because I want us to be definitely. all debonair, I want, you know, I want it to look like you know the old school like posters on or posters on the wall of like you know the big families but i want them decked right, out in this tie so but yeah and get my scarf you know right oh yeah <laughs> gotta get the scarf gotta have the scarf so we can all have it yeah i have five brothers um and a sister so yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> and i would love yeah. for them to be dressed up so that's why it's like you know such an influence on what was seen and and how men should dress and what you know at least own one and if yeah. you're gonna have a tie ties by dion everybody yep. <laughs> come come i have five ties brothers as well so definitely yeah. i will send them your way oh wow so you got five brothers as well wow. yes but i'm the only girl so the only yeah she yeah, yeah. her family she's the only girl so <laughs> I, I at least have one sister, one ally <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, i'm the so we, youngest out of four mm -hmm. so it's like you know that's that's the thing of it you know it's two boys two girls oh, but nice. when you start talking about my my heart goes out to the young ladies because i know boys <laughs> they're going to hover over their young girls they don't which is understandably <laughs> so so um yeah i totally understand the ecosystem of having sleep of having siblings yes, so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we're trying to get them we're trying to you know yes we're like look you guys this is where we go and definitely yeah. have some weddings coming up and things like that. So definitely we'll be reaching out I'm, that way. I'm but, with, <laughs> but with our influence, with our siblings and things like that, mm -hmm. how does your um, business now turn into an influence to the younger generation? I know that that's something that's big for you mm -hmm. and you want to impart, you know, some type of um, mentorship to the younger um, generation. So what does that look like? It it was a challenge because the thing of it was was that by me going to college with a lot of my peers and people that you're essentially you're, you're huddled with people that are freshmen and you may be a senior mm -hmm. right. so you can kind of impart wisdom down through the uh through the different classes but mm -hmm. once i got out of the whole collegiate avenue i'm like there's no liaison there's nobody right. to kind of bridge the gap oh, and i'm I'm over here as a 40 year old and I'm sitting over here like, well, I need to make an impact to the youth. Mm -hmm. So what helped out a lot was the fact that I still had a lot of uh, friends who were a part of sororities and they were like, hey, can you come to the school and talk about neckwear? Can you talk about uh, interview, interview uh, clothing, what to wear, what not to wear, how to speak? And I ran across a young man. Uh, his name is Alvin Giroux excellent young man he has been phenomenal and just bringing in the youth and um helping to just introduce a new class of people to ties by dion pardon me to ties by dion as well as some of the other um, components of dressing and speaking right. and interview skills mm -hmm. so it has been a blessing just to have that one person and all it takes is just to have that one person as a liaison to bridge the gap yes. because we essentially need each other definitely. Yeah. definitely the community base is going to be what you know propels us because it, and, yep. yeah because that's what we're lacking especially in our community so to have mm -hmm. you know examples of it doesn't have to look like what you're seeing and what yes, they want right. to portray to us you know 
you know, yes. like you said, we're 80s babies. So what we saw and what came it's into our community. Different. <laughs> totally different. Totally we different. grew up in a whole area, so we won't bring up, but, you know, to understand that and have survived that as 80s babies, as I always say, to know that you have to look back and say, hey, this yeah. is what it's supposed to look like. It doesn't have to mm -hmm. be, you know. And fast money I that learned way. a lot from them. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. And you know what's so crazy too? I learned a lot from the youth. Yeah. Because there's certain things that it's like, okay, maybe I don't need to have this because there's certain things that I learned to tone down in my dress just by being affiliated. Like, okay, it's a different type of we're more relaxed. Mm -hmm. Um say for instance, like the school system that I work for, we had to wear a suit and tie every day. But now they have adapted through just their wisdom like hey we can wear that three days out the week but we need to have at least a couple of days where we embrace casual yeah. wear okay. so i had to lean into them very heavily like okay how am i going to do With this casual wear, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because i'm over there trying to hey, you know <laughs> it was so hard for me to wear some uh a suit with some with some sneakers one time at one time mm -hmm. yeah, I, I was just shaking about it. I was like, okay, let it go. You need to let it go. Just, <laughs> but yeah, just, we need each other mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. to balance, balance each other out yeah. as far as the ecosystem. Multi generational is yes. very important yes. in our yes. adapting. Yes, yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that multi generational. Mm -hmm. And that's out. how you learned, you know, if your parents didn't take the time to really sit there with you to do it, you know. A lot of, like I said, us growing up in the 80s, a lot of us did not have that. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't all have that. But to, but to have taken that in, because that's, you know, that is what you actually build. That's the wealth. Mm -hmm. That knowledge and the skills that you're getting from, I, my, my grandmother, she can embroider like God's angel, mm -hmm. I'm telling you. But I didn't get the opportunity to sit up under her, you know, mm -hmm. to learn that. Now my daughter, for whatever reason, she has this obsession, and I'm like, why oh, we yeah. skipped? We skipped yeah. a generation. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So that's why you know I'm so you know intrigued, and I love the fact that you really did pick that up, and it's something that you want to pass mm -hmm. on because mm -hmm. that's what's important. Like I said, it skipped me, so she has to learn on her own. But <laughs> 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 if I would have, you know, done that multi generational learning and really learned what the real you know, skills and wealth is, mm -hmm. that's something, you know, I would have passed on, but I missed the mark, but <laughs> we have well, to know, be on. Hey, because your alignment is different. Your path it was, is different. Like, listen, yeah, right. Different. Yep. Yeah. Your path is, your path is different. And, you know, the thing of it is, she probably didn't learn embroidery from you, but she probably learned a lot of other skills that, right. that intertwine mm -hmm. with that as mm -hmm. well. You know, when it, our skills produce resources in the sense of it's like it, it's almost like a scene like okay i remember how to do this because i learned it when i was 12 years old because right. my mom told me how to do it mm -hmm. like Bree showed me how to do this at this age so it's like it'll hit you and it's like okay this is what my mom exactly. showed me how to do right. Right. isn't that so, crazy <laughs> to have that and then it'll yeah. it'll intertwine with what your grandmother showed her as well it's like oh so that's when it's like a hybrid system Right. for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for, for sure, because that's that's really important. And I something that I really speak on because I really am about our community building. And 
you know, healing, like I said, us being 80s babies and knowing, you know, what detriment our community really went through and the broken, the the homes that were just, you know, decimated, making sure that we're building these stepping stones and it's going to be with skills like this. Yeah. You know, true, true skills, learning, you know, even planting, I see that you grow, um, you know, a lot of your own food. Um, things like that that you really we don't it's lost on a a lot of us and especially the next generation yeah so yeah definitely pass that on yeah we and i think it's important Mm -hmm. i think it's important that um we learn more than one skill at that yeah definitely one skill that's fine but to have many skills like you're pretty much unstoppable and you can pass that on to whoever I think your mom sent the request for me. No, she did it. Don't don't accept it. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, who's that? What? Listen, don't accept it. No. What's when I tell you that Mr. Dion's hat, when he put it on, honey, the type of messages we were getting, I was like, this Ooh. Is, you can ask him an interview. Write it in the chat. <laughs> put the questions in the chat. Okay, so I'm not going to accept that. I'll, just, I'm, I'm, I'll let you know. I'm single, it's yeah. uh, well, he's single, everybody. You heard it. I, I know everyone wanted to ask. I had people call people call me before and asking. <laughs> he is single. Okay. Be, be right with the Lord before you reach out. Right. Come, come correct. And yeah, come correct. The closet better be, you see the colors. They better <laughs> coordinate. <laughs> come correct. <laughs> <laughs> better coordinate gotta coordinate <laughs> so yes but i love the the beautiful things that you're making and the life that you have created and the thing see yes he puts it on yes. okay see? Thank <laughs> but you. thank you so much i just can't believe i'm on a program going. you know i can't believe i'm on a program just talking about this like this i had an interview earlier this year and I was like, I can't believe people want to, you know, they want to talk to me about my experiences, yes. but I'm grateful for it. I'm just, I'm just grateful. So, I mean, there's so many other influencers out there that you guys could talk to, but just know that I am so grateful and I have gratitude. Just, I'm just grateful for this experience. So I learned that really nobody are. has to do anything for you, but I'm just grateful just to be able to share and just to talk about some things that God has blessed me with. So. Amen. I'm grateful about that. As we are, um, yes. because, Very you know, like I said, you here. are really doing, you know, God's work and really, you know, expanding on what God told you to do. And we are seeing it. So thank you so much for joining us and accepting this. Thank you. Giving us this hour because I know, you know, how busy you are. Like I said, I do the nine to five too and run the business. Right. So right. I know how that is. So we're so appreciative of you joining us today. Thank you so much. And I'm definitely going to be chiming in and just, just watching yeah. you guys. I mean, I've seen, already seen a metamorphosis. It's like, oh, wow, this is cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But, um, I will definitely be chiming in on Thursdays. And if you guys ever want to chat, just kind of just, yeah. you can put the wave Let's out. Reach out. Pull the, the bat signal out and I'll be there. <laughs> will do, will do. When they say throw the chair up, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, And before we end this, I just want to make sure that everyone knows how to reach you, how to get Mm -hmm. to your website. So if we can put that in the chat as well as you just letting um, the followers that are here know how we can get in touch with you. Okay, so I've actually posted a link to my website. It's tiesbydion.com. 
Uh, and also, too, you can follow me. I have two pages. So I have one page where you, you'll maybe see, I guess, the seductive photos. And then you have the other page where you can <laughs> no, Like, tag that one. <laughs> yeah, right. so, so, um, you'll have, uh, you just have, well, actually, you'll see one sign that just says Ties by Dion, and then that'll have the logo up. Okay. And uh, you can look at the neckwear in detail that I have there. My website is pretty much up there. Um, I don't get a lot of traction on there because most people just reach out to me right. through uh, Instagram. So uh, you can send me a holler through there at the contact, contact us tab. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want neckwear, I have a quick turnaround time for uh, like orders of one and two. It's only takes me about a couple of hours to create what I need to create awesome. for a necktie. Nice. Um, impressive. Yeah, so it, it used to take me back in the day. It took me about a week to do it. But now, <laughs> yeah. you know, got to hold Yes. So what used to take seven days now takes me about roughly about two to three hours to do now. And um, I would love to create some custom neckwear for you guys. I love weddings. I love to do weddings. And I love to do, we're in ball season right now because Mardi Gras. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes. yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Thank you so yeah, much, we greatly appreciate you and your time. We, we do. Thank you all so much. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for joining episode 21 of Sister Soul Sessions. I am your host, Brittany. And I'm joined today by our executive creative director. And I am B, the executive director. And uh, we thank you all so much for joining. Thank our guest, Leon. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. you Brittany. Thank you, Bree. Thank you so much. I really no do problem. appreciate it. No problem. You guys have a wonderful night. Have a great Good night, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.